the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger! Hello there. Welcome to the Gridiron Gamers Podcast for week 12 of the fantasy football season. I'm your self-appointed host, the Boston Tea Party. Uh, last week was a bit of a mixed bag for me. I lost in Grid and Bush, uh, but I won in my money league to get into the playoffs, so that was pretty nice. And the Pats also kicked the shit out of Miami, which is always nice. Uh, even though I didn't win this week, I'm still in first in the standings, so... Come, bow before your king! Bow, you shits! <laughs> Okay, now before I move on to the Week 12 recap, I would like to announce that I bought an actual microphone to record the podcast with, uh, so I don't need to record with my uh, headphones anymore. Uh, This means the audio quality of the the podcast should be much better now. Uh, The content quality will probably be just as shit, uh, but at least it'll sound great. Now, there's one small caveat. Uh, By purchasing the new mic, uh, this unfortunately means I'm going to sell my soul and get a sponsor. Uh, So without further ado, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Alcohol. Are you out of the playoffs and want to drink your troubles away? Or maybe you just clinched the playoffs by and want to celebrate your victory? Well, whatever the occasion, it can always be improved by alcohol. Alcohol, for all your fancy football needs. Please drink responsibly, must be 19 years of age or older. Okay, now on to the Week 12 recap. Okay, so first, there's an outbreak of Tigers that stopped the tea party as Kyle beat me. Uh, sorry, correction. Julio Jones beat me with his stupid 253 yards and two touchdowns. What an asshole. Uh, Kyle also had Keenan have a big game, again. Uh, I had big games out of Gronk and the Chargers D, but uh, the Vikings tried to crucify Stafford's ankle, which kind of hurt my team overall. Uh, luckily, our Lord and Savior should be fine for next week's game. Okay, just getting back to Julio for a minute. Like, shit. If Julio had, like, an average Julio game, I would have won. Like, if Julio had, like, say, like, 100 yards and a TD, that would have been fine. I would still would have won. I guess that game just balances out uh, the catch Julio made in the Super Bowl. You know, the one that no one remembers thanks to the Bats winning. Toss to White. He's in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Brady has his fifth. What a comeback. Next up, no one could whine when Philip came Rivers as Mackey beat John with the highest score of the season. John had decent games from Brady, Lewis, and Hopkins, but there's no matching Mackey's team this week. The only two players that put up single-digit scores on Mackey's team were Dez and his kicker. God damn! Uh, everyone else played their ass off, with Camara and Antonio putting up over 30 each. Uh, hey, Sean Payton. You know, why don't you rest Camara for a little bit and put in Ingram? You prick. Uh, with this win, Mackey clinched the playoff spot. Remember when I said that I thought Scotty won the Hunt AB trade because it meant that Mackey had no more running backs and that might be like trouble for his team? Oh, my sweet summer child. Now the chowder was eaten before the bell as Mono beat Mike to keep his playoff hopes alive. 
This was the lowest scoring game of the week and also the closest game of the week. Despite Crabtree getting a fight and ended up goosing Romano, Romano had a 15 point lead heading into Sunday night thanks to Winston Pirine. However, Romano only had a Steelers D left. Ike was poised to make a dramatic comeback on Sunday night, but Big Ben said, Fuck you, Bell. Antonio! Meaning that Mike fell just short of a comeback, much like the Titans back in Super Bowl 34. Next up, Scotty knew nothing about the neighborhood as Dosky beat Scott. Both teams left a lot of points on the bench this week, with Dosky benching Ertz and Marvin Jones, and Scott benching Jamal Williams. Uh, Scott, however, did have a big day for Mixon, but uh, that was really his only standout. Uh, Dosky's team played average for the most part, uh, apart from Wilson and future keeper slash Hall of Famer slash Mr. Fuck you bitch Greg the Leg Sirline. This win might keep uh, Dosky's playoff dreams alive. Lastly, Nick won on a second bye. Uh, with Suckett starting three players who combined for zero points. Alrighty, so last week I took uh, myself, Mackie, Romano, Scott, and Nick. Meaning I went 3-2 and two on the week, uh, putting me at 44-16 and 16 on the season. Man, all those Suckett games are really boosting my average. Okay, moving on to player movement. Uh, there are no trades this week. Everything's for sale, my friend. Think you can barter with me like one of those damned shopkeepers? Uh, we should have a trade deadline this week, too. Bush League's trade deadline was hot fire. There are no real interesting waiver pickups either, uh, but some of the drops were great. Scott dropped uh, Dak and CJ Anderson. Kyle dropped Emmanuel Sanders and, uh, oh shit. Okay, uh, I just gotta pause for a minute. I gotta go uh, put in a waiver claim. Alright, uh, just give me a minute. Uh, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, and Mackie dropped Corey Davis. Uh, just to be clear here, uh, I'm not making fun of any of these drops. In fact, I agree with most of them. I just wanted to point out how much players can suck over the year when we had such high hopes for them back in draft season. Now on to the playoff push. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? So I'm still in first at 9-3. Uh, Mackie moved in the second at 8-4. Then there's Nick, Mike, and John in that order at 7-5. In sixth, we currently have Scott at 6-6. Six six. Uh, Romano's also at 6-6, six six, but uh, he's currently all the playoffs. Then there's Dosky at 5-7, Kyle at 4-8, and, and Suggie at 1-11. Suggie's in contention for worst season of all time. Only Jordan Cicchini. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. He has had a worse record in the history of the Gridiron Gamers League. He went 0-13 thanks to his stellar starting running backs of Morris and Nobody. Uh, anyway. Uh, despite losing this week, I clinched the- Thanks to Mike and John losing. I also clinched first place in the season since I beat Mackie back in week 9 with that 40 point comeback. How sweet was that one? Like I mentioned earlier, Mackie clinched a playoff spot this week. Mackie can clinch a bye this week if he wins or loses to Remick by less than uh, 35.42 points. Nick, Mike, and John can all clinch a playoff spot with a win and a loss or tie by Scott or Romano. Nick can actually get the bye if he beats Mackie by more than 35.42. Scott can clinch this week with a win or a loss by Romano and a loss or tie by Dosky. Uh, Romano can clinch if he wins and Scott loses. Uh... I think Dosky might be able to clinch a playoff spot if he wins and Scott and Romano both lose, but uh, I'm not entirely sure about all the tiebreakers there. Uh, regardless, this Sunday should be fun to see who clinches and who ends up missing the playoffs. Well, uh, fun for me at least since I'm already in the playoffs and on a bye, motherfuckers! Okay, time for the projections for week 13. First, we have our marquee game of the week as Mike takes on John. Uh, this matchup could potentially knock one of these teams out of the playoffs. 
Maybe. I'm not too sure how the tiebreakers will shake out. Uh, Mike has plenty of good matchups this week. With Carr at the Giants, McCaffrey at New Orleans, Cooks at Buffalo, and all his Chiefs against the Jets. John, meanwhile, has Brady, Dirty, and Ghost up against Buffalo, and Hawkins at Tennessee uh, as his best matchups. However, he's still starting Tevin Coleman, uh, who won't have the starting job this week, and Jordy, who is the first player in the history of the NFL to, to complete a game with no quarterback. Uh, I'm going to take Mike to win this one and get off his losing streak. Now we have Kyle taking on Scotty. Uh, Kyle is trying to play spoiler here and knock Scott out of the playoffs. He has a lot of nice matchups with Darkwa against Oakland, Howard at San Fran, Keenan at the Browns, Smith at the Jets, uh, which would be good if it was any QB other than Alex Smith. Scott also has some good matchups with Kirk at Dallas, Jamal Williams at Green Bay, Hunter Henry at Cleveland, and Kareem Hunt at the Jets, uh, who needs to do well for the sake of my Bush League team. Kareem, please. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset here and take Kyle to win. Alright, now we have Dosky on second bye, uh, who really needs it since he'll need help sneaking into the playoffs. Cactus, cactus, cactus. I am a cactus. Cactus, cactus, cactus. All I do is like some cactus. Uh, yep, you heard that right, boys. We have our second Cactus Bowl of the season. The first match for the Cactus Bowl is a game with uh, big implications on the playoff seeding as Mackie takes on Nick. As I mentioned earlier, this game's for the bye, but uh, Nick has to blow out Mackie in order to get the bye. Like, and I don't think that's going to happen with Mackie uh, getting Freeman back in addition to him still rolling out Camara and Antonio. Nick is playing Tyrod and Shady against the pass just so that he can gloat if they actually do well, which might, is probably going to backfire when they do shit, and Mackie's just going to rip him for that. Uh, then, then he's got DT in a Jordy situation, and Robbie Anderson, who will somehow get 20 points despite being on the Jets. Uh, the Ravens D is taking on our Lord and Savior, so I don't think they'll get their normal 20 points per game in that one. I'm going to go ahead and take Mackie to win this one, uh, but the actual matchup isn't going to be as fun to watch as Mackie and Nick just uh, bitch-talking each other all week. And finally, we have myself taking on Romano, which will feature the long away return of. Josh Gordon! Smoke weed every day! Uh, NFL.com currently has uh, Gordon projected at 3.38 points, which is about 96.62 too low, in my opinion. Uh, they also have the Chargers deep projected at 7 points, uh, but that'll probably go into the negatives when Gordon scores 12 TDs on them. Uh, since I have to, I'll talk about Romano's team for a bit, even though I just want to talk about Josh Gordon all day. Uh, he has once against Seattle's IR, I mean uh, defense. Uh, he has Fernanda Indy and Tyreek at the Jets. Uh, now, I told Romano I would pick him every week to win if he won the, the last Catholic Bowl. But I think the return of Josh Gordon is an exception to that rule. So I'm taking myself to win this matchup, and, th and I'm also taking myself to win the Cactus Bowl thanks to... Okay, so just to recap all of that, I'm taking Mike, Kyle, Dosky, Mackie, and myself to win this week with me winning the Cactus Bowl. Uh, okay, so thanks for listening this week. Uh, guess what? Playoffs start next week, boys! I'll be sure to do uh, the entire playoff preview for next week's podcast. Also, Nick, Mackie, and Willis, if you guys are listening... You cunt sold me for Bush League. Listen to last week's episode to learn how you can pay your entry fee. Alrighty, until next time. Gentlemen! Suck my dick. Now everybody gather round and listen if you would. When I tell you every person needs a way of feeling good. 
Every kitty needs a ball of string and every dog a stick. But all you need is a bag of weed to really get a kick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only help that you'll ever need because everything is better with a bag of weed. There you go, you're Toss to wait. He's in. What are those sounds with the new microphone? Oh, Mike, I love you on fucking bell left. I clinched a bye, bye, bye. Uh, he has no, he lost, ah, blah, 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 blah. Hush! Ah! Savior of the universe! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, hey, and a one, two, three, four, and a five, and a six, and a seven. Oh, a bag of weed, a bag of weed, oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. You're a happy guy when you plant the seed, because everything is better with a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. Your mother was a dumb whore with a fat ass. Did you know that? <laughs>